Hello everyone, I'm Izzy Walls and welcome to Hot Stuff, where we discuss current hot topics that we think deserve your attention. From social issues to popular culture, we'll be keeping you up to date on relevant and unique town-related content every Tuesday. Now, on the 5th to the 7th of May 2023, this year, the Formosa International Tattoo Expo took place in Taizong. Now, this is um, a tattoo convention where talent from Taiwan and abroad set up stalls to showcase their work, give tattoos, and also compete in various categories. I had the pleasure of going to the event on the last day, and I spoke to tattoo artists and other visitors there. Uh, People really did come from all over the world and Taiwan and it was a very cool thing to participate in and go along and have a look. I hadn't been to anything like it before so you know it was a it was a cool and new experience in in many ways. I was interested in going to this convention and speaking to people and learning more about tattoo culture in Taiwan. If you listen to Uncovered, you will have heard my interview with Wendy, who's a tattoo artist here. And I wanted to explore more some of the themes that I raised in that interview. You know, and I I wanted to find out what are the reasons for people going along and participating, going and having a look to this convention. So I asked some visitors why they decided to turn out to the event and how they were enjoying the day. My friend has a stall here, so I thought I'd come along and help them out, but I'm actually from Taipei. I came down to Taichung especially for the event. It's my first time coming to a tattoo convention. My back is pretty much covered with tattoos. There's almost no space. My tattoos don't have any special meaning. I just choose the designs that I like. Um, So I've been staying in Taipei, but I've come from London originally. I thought it would be a really exciting experience. I've never been to any kind of convention before, so I thought it'd be fun. Um, And I have a few tattoos myself, so I thought it'd be a cool thing to do. You actually got a tattoo done. I did, yeah. I am. I just thought, I have a few now. Um, most of them I got done back in the UK. But I've had a few done like on holiday or when I've been like staying somewhere else. So I thought it was like good to add to that collection. It was good. They, it was very quick. I know because obviously they have so many people to tattoo. It was very quick, very efficient. Um, this was very cool because she didn't use a stencil. She just drew it freehand and kind of like freestyled it a bit, which I thought was very cool. She was very nice, very helpful, um, and it's just amazing to get it done at a convention. It feels very cool. I have friends that are tattooed, but not friends that have like entire back pieces or leg pieces or whatever, so it was amazing just to see it. Um, but actually experiencing the competitions, they were all up on stage being judged, um, showing off the, you know, the beautiful art on their bodies. Um, that was a really interesting experience because I'd never seen anything like it. And um, yeah, it was cool. It was a bit surreal, but it was very cool. Um, and then the guy that won, um, the one, the competition that I was watching won a few more today and over the weekend. So it was great to see um, like a young, talented artist um, do really well. I came today because I like tattoos. I already have a few and I wanted to have a look at the ones here. I wanted to have a good look around and look at other people's design. Then in the right moment, if I found one I like, I would just get it done. Got 
so I think the interesting thing is that often people will be like oh what does your tattoo mean like and I think I myself have always like kind of I guess I thought that oh yeah like I guess a, ta- a, ta- a tattoo should mean something and I think I assume that most people also kind of had that idea but I think what's really I've really had my eyes open since I've been here and that you know tattoos are art and you know the same that you you like a pretty painting or you hang it on your wall uh you know it's like you like the artwork so you know there were some people that weren't bothered about you know what what their tattoo meant they just liked the design however there are still those who tie meanings to that tattoo so have a listen this has to be my tattoo which is the most meaningful I'm a photographer and ISO 100 is the setting that gives the best image quality. F3.5 is the aperture and it just so happens my birthday is the 5th of March. Now just as there were visitors from all over the world, it was the same for tattoo artists who had stores there. I spoke to some of them about their reasons for participating and their inspirations. I'm Larry. Uh, I, I'm an exhibitor. I have a merch booth, a supply booth and my wife's uh, art booth and I manage all the artists right here in this world. So we are a women of color shop located in Los Angeles, California. So I came here with my mentors about four years ago in Kaohsiung. We did the tattoo expo and I really loved it. Yeah, we just had a great time and I wanted to return. And after the pandemic, I was like, I'm going to make this happen. So we are here. And I'm here because of Larry and Alice, who are the people throwing the event. So we pretty much all travel to do this. And all over from like Japan, Taiwan, Russia, Germany, Los Angeles, New York, California. So I'm Mexican-American and a lot of my artwork does have to do with Chicano. But I love Asian culture, so I had to throw a cute kawaii twist on it. And yeah, I kind of wanted to create something new that wasn't seen before. So Chicano kawaii is something that I kind of feel like I birthed. My father kind of grew up with a guy. I almost see him as an uncle of mine. And his name is Permanent Mark. He was apprenticed by Hanky Panky. And I just grew up going to his conventions and watching my dad get tattooed. So it's kind of been in my blood. I love draw and the culture and just uh, a chance, just a chance. American style. Mm. And there was one that you explained really well. What's this one we really liked? So, what, what is the Chinese? In Chinese, this is Wu Chang. Changes, so, so many changes in my life, in our life, in our life. So uh, you should do the thing you want to, just just do the thing you want to do. So because uh, you, you never know uh, what will what will happen tomorrow. Because uh, there's many changes in. Our life. Now, as I mentioned at the start of this episode, there were multiple categories that tattoo artists could enter into for their designs. Uh, they actually had a funny one, which was like 
basically the worst the worst tattoo and everyone kind of came on stage and had to explain why it was the worst tattoo and the story behind it and that one was a more kind of like uh casual uh you know humorous category based on the the audience how how what they thought and the the, the reaction that they got but you know at the same time on there there were these serious categories which you know were which were a big deal for a lot of the tattoo artists and one of the biggest categories was for the east asian style now i witnessed this i only went for one day of the convention but when i was looking i you know i was very much wanting to go for this east asian style because i think this is and as as we'll discuss later this is something that is quite specific to taiwan or taiwan has a very developed field um relating to east asian style tattoos and some might call it like the japanese specifically the japanese style tattoos um so that which is very interesting now let me just like talk you through the process so people will come up onto the stage one by one uh, until they're all kind of standing on the stage but for the east asian style category there had to there was like two separate groups of people because uh, so many people were entering in this now they would come up the audience would like have a look but there was also a panel of judges now the judges would take their time looking around looking at each person's uh, piece and then at the end of it after everyone's had a good look they would give the uh, like a kind of a stick or a wand kind of thing to the person that they think would be the winner then the person with the most sticks would uh, eventually become the winner and they they had a they filtered it out by a few stages but a lot of these east asian style japanese style tattoos are full body pieces if you are in taiwan or been here you probably have seen this style and it's not something that i really saw at all in the uk before i think maybe that's why i find it so interesting because it does seem like this it does seem like um, a very unique and specific area of expertise style to east asia and here because they're full body pieces people come up and when they come up onto the stage they kind of wearing these little like um like very tiny underwear so that the whole tattoo can be admired uh, but it was honestly a little funny uh, but I, I was I was very impressed that I don't, I don't think I'd have the guts to go on stage in a little tiny underwear so I said there's also this panel of judges who judge uh, each category and I was interested to know how you go about choosing this when there were so many especially there were so many entrants and maybe you know to someone like myself who isn't very knowledgeable about tattoos um, I was like how do they decide like all of these look amazing so I actually spoke to one of the judges and who was also an organizer of the convention Larry Wang now I found out and he told me how he decides on whose work is the best. Uh, line work and coloring. But then like that's basic. So if they don't meet this criteria, we don't consider already. So if you, this is why like, you know, the old school um, coils, a lot of people are gonna get mad, but old school coils create too much blowout if you don't know how to use it. And the learning curve is about five to six years. So on stage, I, I can tell easily like what machines they use. It was a blowout and everything. So like the rest is purely design. So we are, uh, Taiwan is very heavily influenced by Japan. But in a way, they just, you know how like you follow the tradition means you have to copy the tradition. 
So the old timers will be like, no, nah, you don't follow our rules. But no, it's a new you know, age already. You create new stuff. And he gave me also some background and insight into this traditional Japanese style that tends to dominate this category. It came from the old uh, Japanese painting. And the old Japanese, you know, the wave and the, the ship. I have to look it up, I forgot the name. But everybody knows that painting. Yeah, so that's a style back in the Edo times, right? Japanese Edo, the 1880, 1864-ish. Japanese were super fond of the three brothers' history, three kingdoms of China, and the 108 ghosts. There were prisoners who all escaped into the mountains, and then so they became legends. So they became the 108 ghosts. So the Japanese derived that, made, turned them into samurais, but they're actually Chinese generals. That's where it came from. But actually, Japanese were the first ones to really do this and modify it to themselves. So if you look today, if you, a thousand years later, what is real and what is not real? We don't know. So in my mind, like, okay, I prefer just beautiful art, well-executed, well-balanced, well-composed art. So this, this guy from Vietnam proved it. It's brilliant, it's so great. The guy with the full body suit, the beautiful, that was from Vietnam. Vietnam started getting really good six years ago. They don't have a whole history of the tattooing. It got popular six years ago. The younger people want to get into Western art. So they started doing graffiti uh, contests and tattoo contests or whatever. So they want to invest in business and different possibilities. So they built a lot of tattoo artists. So they start going abroad because Vietnam, France, and the states are tight. So they start traveling. They're like, hey, they're doing this. We're like, okay, we'll do this too. Vietnamese, have, they're really, really smart. They look at you and they're like, yeah, I figured it out. So like the, the Vietnamese guy, he won best of show in Berlin. Yeah, we never did. And the, the Taiwanese, when they go out, we, we win by Japanese art, which is not a local thing. But the Vietnamese created their own art and started winning with their own art. Of course, they ripped off Western art and Japanese, of course. But they started making their own thing in a short span of six years. I've seen it all grow. I was there 10 years ago. It wasn't that great. Everybody started having like 10 apprentices. They all live in the same household. It's really popular with the houses. That's a short, small flat, but five stories. So they all stay on the first top three. The two are studios. So everybody comes down, clean the whole place, goes back up, clean, come down and cleans them all the time. So they just started learning like crazy. So they, they go to the whole world, start winning all the, pre the prizes. The older generation is 50. They hate the young generation. The young generation now, like the oldest is around 40. And the rest is like 16, 18, 25. Now I have to say a highlight for me was definitely witnessing the East Asian uh, style category and how the, the process of, of watching that being judged and it was also super interesting to learn about how people from different cultures and countries are developing their own unique styles and new way of doing things uh, and I also was interested in exploring and finding out whether people from different cities uh, to Taizong you know different areas around Taiwan or abroad like from different countries felt anything unique about tattoo culture either in Taizong or Taiwan. I've never been to like a convention before but obviously you can see in the artwork you know the influences here are different to those that would be in the UK um, so obviously you know we have a friend that's thinking about getting uh, you know characters 
tattooed on them. Um, and there's a lot of like interesting influences here. There's kind of like Japanese influences, maybe like manga. Um, and kind of Asian influences on a whole, which you may see in the UK, but not to this extent on this scale. Uh, and also what I've enjoyed as well is that there's such a, a contrast in between each stall. So there's some people that do really kind of like traditional tattoos, there's others that do kind of little cutesy flash pieces. Uh, so it feels like there's something for everyone, which is really nice. Uh, but you can definitely see the influences of here versus in the UK, uh, for sure, in like the artwork, because it is artwork. I feel like a lot of Asian countries are very welcoming and they're very beautiful and they're just very like soft, positive energy, you know? I, I think there is a big difference in those back home or European conventions. I just feel like the energy is a lot more welcoming and a lot more positive. I would say that the Japanese tattoo mm. culture definitely has a heavy influence here, like kind of the full body tattoos. Yeah, so yeah. you can see the guys walking around in like the, you know, like full, full, nearly oh. full nudity, yeah. like the full tattoos. Yeah. So um, yeah, I feel like it's just like a different style, but there's still definitely like the US style here as well. I don't think there's much difference between tattoo culture in Tainan, where I'm from, and Taichung because everyone has their own styles that they like. Like for me, I prefer getting American-style tattoos, but you'll also see others with more traditional-style tattoos or geometric-style ones. I think it's really nice to hear how welcoming uh, like the community here, the tattoo community and the people here in Taiwan are to those from abroad. So like I completely, uh, you know, and I completely understand that, you know, if we, not even we're talking about tattoo culture and community, you know, in any any aspects, Taiwan's such a welcoming and lovely place to be. And also I think a few people really um, highlighted as well, I think why I find tattoo culture here so interesting. I guess it's like all the, the other influences from this side of the world like you know the anime kawaii the japanese style and and i think that makes it something really different and something to be celebrated now larry spoke about how vietnam and artists from vietnam is a really up and coming area and and the change and development there is crazy like in the last six years so you know i'm wondering we're also wondering you know what are we going to see differently in the next couple of years now i kind of think this studio in la might be onto something larry told us for some of those people that you know you're not great with pain you have a very low pain threshold. This might be a bit of you. This girl, she works at a Post Malone's tattoo shop, Kenga in LA. You know the, uh, I don't know if you've seen on BuzzFeed or whatever, they, uh, they put you to sleep, not killing you, but they inject you so you fall asleep. Yeah, pain-free, so like they tattoo six hours. They, they charge like 10,000 per day. So a lot of rappers and uh, basketball players does this. They're filled in one day. They're the first ones to do it. Like kids who wants to have like face tattooed, yeah. We'll, we'll regret later. <laughs> and if there were, the mom and dad are rich, they'll probably do it. I mean, more people are getting tattoos, so more people are getting their uh, tongue split too. Right. And eyeballs injected. Now, I'm not sure I'm going to ever be getting my eyeballs injected or my tongue split. And I only have one tattoo to date. So, you know, I, I'm not sure I'm, I'm quite 
on on the level of some people there but it was such a cool thing to uh, go along to really again like nothing i've seen before and and i I would really recommend you know they it happens every year so i'd really recommend going and checking it out in taizong i know they also have them in kaohsiung and i know taipei also has some yeah keep your eyes out and definitely try and get along to one if if you can well i hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode it was a little bit something different but i hope you found it insightful and i will see you next week bye (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.